Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I am Michael Cole. And I am Matthew Cravat. It's been a while since we've had a Shoot the Shit episode, so... Um, for, first, before we, before we really get started, we'll just address the YouTube uh, viewers, which I think I may be the only YouTube viewer, uh, but... I have a little bit of a change of look today uh, from last week. Just for today. Just yeah, for today. No, it'll be back next week. Um, no, for listeners, I uh, shaved off about six months worth of uh, hair and beard. And I, mean, I didn't shave my head, but I cut. His back is so smooth right now. It feels great. Actually, they stopped right at the neckline. They got fur sticking out. Yeah. No, I don't have that hairy of a back, um, which is good, but. I was going to say for the YouTube viewers, if you note the shirt that Mike is wearing, um, Elementary West Bank Butchery, it's over at Transfer Company Food Hall. It may be the best sandwiches in town. Elementary. The sandwiches are pretty amazing. They're really good. They're um, some, actually the best sandwiches in Raleigh are East Cut sandwiches. And they just moved to Raleigh. They had a Durham location. They made the second location. Try East Cuts. I highly recommend it. Um, it's they're really good uh and they're there's a shit like they're huge they're shit i think like i saw a social media short from one of the foodie yeah um, but that. transfer company has a transfer company is an amazing place everybody in raleigh the raleigh area knows morgan street food hall but transfer company is just significantly better i think and and was open first i don't know why people want to know morgan morgan's closer to some other places oh. but, but i had a, been around longer i technically had heard of morgan first but so Everybody, Matthew and I have a, a my former coworker, his current coworker, and no, former. Oh, former. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. He left the company. All right. For reasons. Oh, okay. Not nothing bad on his part. Changes in work that he had would have had to change his work environment. He didn't want to change his work environment. Oh yeah. yeah. I e he didn't want to have to move to another city to keep his job. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And his his uh, but his, uh, our our former coworker and friend, uh, his wife and. It's more his wife than him. Own he did the business side. His wife is the um, chef. Yeah, they own a they own Che Empanadas, uh, which has a second location. I think they also have a food truck. So um, mm-hmm. if you're in the Raleigh area, it's basically the best empanada that I've ever had, and I've had yeah. quite a few now. I, I've been having empanadas for years at a place in RTB that I thought this is the greatest food in the world, and then I had theirs. I'm like, this is a different class, and any place I've had it since gets compared to Che and is found lacking. Yeah. I'll have to uh, cut this clip for them and 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 shout them out on, yeah. on Instagram. I'd also say if you visit uh, my my other YouTube channel, Brooklyn Brothers Food Reviews, that my brothers and I do, um, we have done a re- I, I did a review of Che and um, I did a review of um, Chote, the Indian restaurant that's in there, and I think my brother did a review of Elementary. Oh, nice. I didn't get their meatball sub. I don't love Chote. I, I mean, we have a lot of good Indian food in the area, and I just didn't. There, yeah, it's funny because I also did a review of Biryani Max, which is their other regular restaurant in Cary. Oh yeah, and I was like, it's fine. It's like any other Indian restaurant around. Mm-hmm. The one thing that they kill on is the biryani. So the okay. day I did the re- the review of Chote, they had chicken dam biryani, and it's like. Rice should not taste that good. It was so over the top amazing. 
and the same thing when we got it from Biryani Max. Like the rest of their food is is perfectly good, nothing wrong with it, but it's nothing different than any other Indian place in town. Yeah, but their biryani is the best I've ever had. Nice. There's an Indian place on 64. Um, I want to say it's called Cilantro, but I could be wrong on that. Um, I feel like that doesn't sound right. I forget the name of it, but it's near um, it's near Tryon in 64. And Sarah and I went in there one night years, you know, before the pandemic. We went in there one night randomly, and we ordered, and and it was excellent. We loved the food. Then in the pandemic, we started we started getting um, DoorDash from them. And we were like, this food wasn't this spicy when we got it in the store. Like they could see you were white when you were yes, in the store. They 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 made <laughs> they made a uh, a a proper racial profiling call on us <laughs> and and uh, toned it down for us. But yes, it was we like literally we were like our mouths are on fire. What the fuck? Like it was right right before the pandemic. My wife and my mother in law went into an Indian restaurant and. I insisted that we order um, um, Manchurian gobi or gobi Manchurian, yeah. which is a deep fried cauliflower in a red chili sauce. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things. Me and too. I love it. The waiter gave me like a almost a, look, looked at my beautiful wife and her mother and gave me almost a dirty look when he took the orders. And when he brought the gobi, it was the hottest I have ever had it. I mean, I have it all the time. And it was twice as hot to the point where my wife and my mother in law couldn't eat it. But obviously I could because I'm a freaking weird-ass super pepperhead. Yeah. So I ate the entire platter, and he looked so disappointed when they couldn't eat it. They pushed their plates over to me. Nice. Are we doing a shoot the shit? Is this a shoot the shit? Because I got plenty episode. Um, I've got lots of Indian food stories. Yeah. I love Indian food stories. But real quick, before before we get off completely off the topic of transfer company, I just want to say that um, no, they, I'm, I'm still there. They have the best chicken fingers in the world. At Dank Burrito, we, I don't like Dank Burrito's food, which is it, their food's fine. Like they're, I, I don't, it's just nothing special, you know. We have so we have really good Mexican in the area, so and we have good Tex-Mex, but Dank Burrito to me is nothing special. But Logan got the chicken fingers one time, and and well, we got Che, and you know, after I was done eating a couple empanadas, I took a bite of one of his chicken fingers because he had leftovers, and I was like, this is the best chicken finger I've ever had, and. I was like, what the fuck? And so I tell people sometimes, like, oh, if you go to Dank Burrito, best chicken fingers. And they're like, why would I get chicken fingers at Dank Burrito? At a burrito. And I'm like, that's funny. I don't know. I just, it's, I have a seven-year-old. At the point, at that time, I probably had a four-year-old. Like, yeah, is what I, have a, I have a video on Brooklyn Brothers Food Review that's about to go live. I don't know when it's, it's, in, it's in the queue. Because since, since it's three of us, we kind of take turns when our videos go. So it could take a while for one to come out. But it was from last Wednesday at the wine bar in apex uh, peak of the vine they have food trucks on wednesdays and they have wine tasting so my wife and i go every wednesday for wine tasting and food truck and last week it was a like a taco torta truck but when i asked the woman as i i want to do what's the best thing on your menu your favorite thing i should get she said our hawaiian cheeseburger yeah she she didn't say that she said something in spanish and her 12 year old 13 year old son translated it because she doesn't speak english that authentically Mexican that the son had to translate for me. And I said, well, if that's what she says, I have to get that. And I asked him to tell her, make it like you're making it for yourself. I mean, whatever toppings you would use, that's what I want. That's how I want it. And I was thinking, this is going to suck. It's a cheeseburger, Hawaiian style. It had pineapple, jalapeno, ham, bacon, a queso sauce. Um, I was like, this is going to be weird. And I 
that I'm going to make this video and I tell my wife, I'm probably not going to use the video because they're so nice. I don't want to give them a bad review. I'll do a bad review, but these people seem too nice to do it to them. And then I took a bite. I'm like, this is a really good burger. And bother they got the chicken fingers and they were really good chicken fingers. They were really good. What's, so if you, what's the name of that place? Um, gourmet Chavin something. Chavina. It was, yeah. What town to it? Was a, it was a food oh. truck, food truck, food truck that happened to be there on Wednesday night. Oh yeah. 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 Tomorrow's food truck is Pizza Previ, which is like um, Neapolitan style little you know pizzas in a wood oven. They have a wood oven towed behind the truck, so they, they have oh, nice. it there. Had the pizza there a couple weeks ago. It was very very nice, and they have it again tomorrow. We're having Defara tonight. Um, Defara Pizza Tavern. Um, so sorry, your Brooklyn Brothers. What's the name of the channel? Brooklyn Brothers Food Review. Food Review. It used to be Cravat Attack. I was going to. When we used to do all hot sauces, but we discovered people can't spell cravat attack, so they can't find it. So we renamed it. So half the videos were like, hey, this is Matthew from Cravat Attack. But it says Brooklyn Brothers. Oh, I am subscribed. I must have subscribed when it's Cravat Attack. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, the bell for notification. And you're on you on Instagram too? No, we we haven't done anything to promote it yet. I oh, should okay. do that. But then it's, then you have to actually do work. Yeah. Hey, you got two hundred and sixty subscribers on on YouTube, so that's Better than we're doing. Yeah, we have a lot. That would be that would be because my um, younger brother is the owner and host of Jet's Lounge um, Jet YouTube channel, and he's got thousands of subscribers because you know there's only so many Jet fans in the world. There's only so many channels dedicated to them, um, and so yeah. So he, when we first started, we're doing hot sauce and stuff. His all his Jet fan friends came over to watch our channel and they subscribed. So like ninety percent of the comments are from people from his channel commenting. Nice. Nice. And a lot so, of them are New Yorkers, so they like our reviews, our New York-based reviews of, you know, my brother, one brother's in California, one's in Washington State, I'm in North Carolina, so our, you know, our reviews are skewed for what a Brooklynite likes, but from what we um, get here. And it's amazing what a foodie area we live in. There's such amazing good food near here. Yeah, there's a lot of good food here. Um, so... Like DeFaris Pizza Tavern. It's uh, owned yeah. by the nephew of Dom, the original... Uh, Founder of DeFaris in uh, Midwood, New York, Brooklyn. Yep, that's good. Ave- Avenue J, I believe. It was uh, my uh, sister-in-law went to high school like a block or two away from DeFaris Pizza. Nice. Did I ever tell you the story about when one of my close friends' um, son learned the F word? Fuck or the other F word? Uh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. No. The one you, the one you, the one, the one you can say, but we say it's the worst word for kids. But then it's the one that, yeah. that adults can still say. Well, I think that like the people who. Th- think that f the f word is really bad probably don't think that the f slur is that bad good point so so yeah wait, wait, wait um this guy he's in his 30s now but he was like you know six or seven years old and he they lived in a townhouse that had a block of mailboxes um like a big you know metal island of mailbox and they were going to get the mail he was walking with his mom she got the mail there there and while she's getting it he looks up and goes fuck you asshole just, just deadpan. And she goes, what did you say? And he looks up, sweet as can be. Fuck you, asshole. Why, why would you say that? And he points, and it's like in magic marker written on the side of the mailbox. And she goes, oh. And he goes, oh, is that a bad word, mommy? And she goes, yeah, those are bad words. Don't say those again. And he goes, okay, I'm sorry. They start walking back to the house. All of a sudden, she realizes he's not by her side. She turns around, and he's like 10 feet back, just standing still, just tears streaming down his eyes. And she goes, what's wrong? And she goes, did I say the F word to you? Is that the F word? 
And she was like, yeah. And it's like explosion of more tears. And she's like having to calm him down. Like, you didn't know. You didn't know what you were saying. It's okay. It's like the worst thing that you could, he could have done. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have a an issue with prof- with profanity on T-shirts unless you're very careful about where you wear them and when you wear them. Yeah. Don't don't bring him to the mall. I don't think I, I had one. Uh, everything that I've ever had t-shirt wise is suggestive, not outright. So like I remember, I had a shirt. I got a shirt at the um, like the the Ren Fair when I was with my ex girlfriend. I got the shirt and it said, uh, "Once a king, always a king, but once a knight is never enough." And I would wear it. And then I got, I moved home after we bro- broke up and I would wear it and uh, I wore it once in front of my parents yeah. and my mom uh, did my laundry and I never saw that shirt again. That's funny. That's funny. When, um, when, when my oldest was 13, we went and had lunch at the pit which a bunch of, with a bunch of stand-up comics, four stand-up, uh, three stand-up comedians. And uh, one of them was a friend of mine from out of, t- out of town. Actually, it was a fork comedian. So it was a buddy of mine was from out of town who was the feature, so the middle comedian. And the headliner, whose name I don't remember now, was there with us and the and the two different guys that were local guys who opened um, each night. Well, we'll lunch together. And because my buddy was from out of town, I went with them. And because I am a comedian too, though not stand-up, they let me join in in their reindeer games. And I brought J- uh, Jacob with me right when he was 13. And we had a great time. And he impressed the heck out of them because he was so smart, whatever. At the time, he wanted to be a theoretical physicist, and the headliner's like, shit, I don't even know what that means. And so he opens up his trunk, the headliner, and pulls out a T-shirt in a size that would fit a 13-year-old and says, hey, little man, do you want this shirt? And Jacob's like, fine. And he goes, let me show it to your father first. And it had weird-looking characters on it, but it was like a Mad Magazine back cover. If you folded the bottom up over the top, it said, fuck you. He just couldn't tell that when you didn't fold it. So I'm like, he can certainly have this. So he worked at school all the time and would like show it to his friends in the cafeteria, but you know, teachers wouldn't know. And then it was a hand-me-down to his brother and he worked at school all the time. And then it was a hand-me-down to his sister and she worked at school all the time. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of all the foods at the um, Transfer Company Food Hall. And um, in the same building, it's not, you can't get it from the inside, but if you go outside the front door and walk to the corner is um, Burial um, Beer, a really good brewery. Yeah. So, um, I have a fun piece of news. Uh, Sarah and I bought tickets to go to Hawaii again <laughs> in March. Uh, Maui? No, not Maui. In fact, we were, we were, t- we've been talking about buying them for about a month, three weeks, something like that. Cause they were cheap. And then we bought them last week and I called my dad cause my mom's going to go with us. And my mom's never, my mom has never been to Hawaii and she, she wanted to go for their honeymoon, but I don't think they could afford it. And then she wanted to go for a bunch of anniversaries and either they couldn't afford it. Or at some points my dad was like unwilling to travel. And so she's never been, it's been, they've been married 41 years and they've been together 43 years and they've never, she's never been to Hawaii. So I was like, when we were there last year, I said, Oh, you know, if, um, if we come back, I want to take my mom. So we decided, we found the tickets were cheap. They're even cheaper from Boston. Um, so we're, we were going to go. And then I called my my dad because my mom wasn't picking up. And I said, my dad was like, what's up? And I said, oh, we, we just bought our tickets to Hawaii. And this was like the day that the fires were going. 
And he, and he laughs and goes, no, you didn't. And I was like, yes, I did. And he's like, and he had this look of like, are, are you serious? Like, it, I'm like, the ticket prices did not drop. We didn't profit off of the fires at all. Like, the ticket prices are exactly what they were. Actually, we may have paid a little more because we changed the days by a day. But My brother has um, goes to Maui every couple of years. He, you know, he lives on the West Coast. And and he goes to like he he stays at the town that just is burnt that just burnt down, except like the place he usually stays is he um, rents like before before Airbnb and Verbo a lot of people have condos there that yeah. they rent out regularly. So there's one condo he always rents and it's like ten miles from the fire line right now like still so it's it, that place is so far safe you know fine. Mm. So now he's torn between you know. They need the money. Like his tickets for like December. He's like, I want to go because I want to spend money there because they yeah. need the money because they'll be rebuilding. But is there anything we could even do more there? Like, what's going to be like the, all the things we do is burned down. Yeah. So, they, so they're like, we may just go. Like, we know, like they know that this because it's ten miles from where the fire is. This grocery, there's a Costco or something like that. There's there's grocery store. Like everything. So they go, we may just go and just like pretty much hang out at the condo for a week just to spend money in the local economy. Yeah. That's, yeah, and I mean, there's if they're you know obviously I'm sure there'll be other stuff to do. Drive the other way yeah. for 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, and and there's good beaches, and if you go you know go do like a you know parasailing or any of that other shit that you would normally do, like that's we're good old. Fun. We do. My brother's my older brother. We don't do parasailing. Okay, what is this Jurassic Park two? I I I've been parasailing three times, um, really? and and my mom said she's going to go. My mom is older than even your brother. Barely. Uh, barely. She was born in 61. He was born in 63. Okay. But still. <laughs> it's, they're pretty much the same. They could have dated. Yeah. But she's had, uh, she's had. Except he, except he's Jewish, so she wouldn't have, I understand. Uh, my mom was not like that. And, my, and not to mention, my dad's half Jewish. Like, I know. Yeah. That's the joke. My mom, my sister... fun story about my mom, actually, um, which, and I, you know, I'm really, I think is really cool. So in, in, she she would have graduated high school in like seventy nine, I think. Remember they graduated eighty because he's a smarty pants a year early. Yeah, so she she went to one of her proms. She had a really good friend, um, who was black, and the, she her friend had a date that was black, and they were going to go to the prom together, and like in the prom they were going to go in the limo together, and my mom's date was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to go with them because they're black. And mom was like, all right, I'm not going to the prom with you. And just like ditched a guy, like ditched her prom date because like the guy was racist. And I was always like, oh, that's, you know, sometimes you just don't like, sometimes you kind of think of your parents as just being like there and not like doing anything. And and it's always nice to kind of hear something cool like that. My my parents were hippies so that they have a a bunch of similar type stories. Yeah. And my dad said when he, his first car he bought, he and his business partner, well, it wasn't his partner then. It was just his college or met a pharmacy school buddy. Eventually, they became business partners. Um, but they went to this uh, Volvo dealership, and they went dressed like hippies. I mean, they were in torn-up jeans and T-shirts and whatever. It's a weekend, so they hadn't shaved. And, and uh, all the white salespeople looked at them and said, that's not a sale. So they got told the one black guy in the place, you, yeah, you go, you, you go help him. And the guy comes over, and he's super nice. And one my dad pulls him aside. He goes, listen. Um, we're buying a car today. Like it's it's a question is which one, you know. But you're you're making a sale, so yeah. take it easy. <laughs> nice. Because he was happy to stick it to all the people who just 
sent him because they thought he was a wasted hour. Yeah. My so I don't know if I've said this on the show before. My dad doesn't drink, um, and sometimes when you don't drink and you're at a restaurant, people think you're not going to be spending as much money. Wait, wait, staff don't want to pay as much attention to you if you don't drink. And so he was at a restaurant one time, and and my mom barely drinks, and at that point in time she may not have been drinking at all. Um, and so they went to a restaurant and were having dinner, and the waiter just refused to like give them any attention once he found out they weren't getting alcohol. And so they had like a busboy do all of, did everything basically. And at the end of the, at the end of dinner, my dad called over the, the, um, the manager. He said, can you go get the manager for me? And, uh, and the manager came over and it was like a nice restaurant. And my dad gave him like a hundred dollar tip and said, this is for the busboy and the waiters to get, none of it <laughs> and so it was like a little spiteful but it was also like really cool so yeah mm-hmm. yeah supposed to learn your lesson that you can't judge who the you know so like don't judge a book by its cover that's what we're yeah. saying but i will say this uh, if there's any moral to take from this episode it is that uh even though i'm going to hawaii for the second time in 14 months um uh, we need money, so give us money. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, we need it more because I have to keep providing these. Uh, no, honestly, the, at this point, the money that we get from the show uh, goes to the show, and the money if, if 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 we do end up selling the book more, the money that you, we get from that will end up paying our you know our LLC fees and stuff. So we're we're. You know, I've paid all that stuff out of pocket, and and so I'm just looking forward to not paying that. That's all. That's all you're helping with, and hopefully, more importantly, I want us to get to a thousand downloads a month because then we can start monetizing. We don't have to ask you for money, but we still will, but we don't have to. But when we get to a thousand downloads a month, we will get to um to be able to put on uh, auto ads. Which, auto ads, yeah, the auto ads. Yep. So. Listen uh, to an ad in Spanish for a company that's not even near you. Auto ads. I actually think the auto ads are sometimes pretty accurate. I mean, so like I was listening to Cogdisc this morning and the auto ad was for something local. Um, and it was something like, you know, because they, they, they have a pretty good profile of you, which is creepy as hell, but they do have it. And so it was, you know, something that I would have potentially went and bought and it was in i get i I get spanish ones a lot are you doing duolingo um i don't even do unolingo i know that leah's doing duolingo because she's one of the few friends that pops up every day that's active so i've been doing it to get logan doing it but anyway i was pulling up the uh the the stats for our show and we have 111 in the last downloads in the last 30 days so I would like to get that to about 10 times that. So um, realistically, if we can get to about, I would say 250 subscribers would get us, you know, because it's four, four episodes a month, that would get us 1,000 a month. So right now we have, uh, I, think we're, I think we're in the 20s or 30s for people. Probably 25, something like that. So... I, I keep telling people, you know, to I've I've had uh, I've had a lot of luck when I'm talking to individuals, 
when I'm talking to, to the, the group or when I'm putting, you know, we had, we had a, a video go almost semi like micro viral on TikTok a couple weeks ago. Uh, did you see that one, by the way, the, the, it was the big dick, uh, patriotism oh, yeah. is to, yeah. Uh, decorated truck. Yeah. It went, we had about 800 views in under 30 minutes and I was like, oh shit, this is going to be the one that goes viral. Oh shit. And I was like a little nervous and then, and then it crapped out after 30 minutes and I was like, yeah. God damn it. But, and none of it's, it's translated. It's, it's, into... it's, it's weird which things go viral. Cause like in like Brooklyn brothers, I do, we do long, long, not very long, a couple of minutes, you know, reviews, yeah. but every once in a while I do shorts on things. Like a friend of mine gave me a bunch of different spicy ramens from an Asian market. And so I've been doing these different spicy ramens. And, I did one where I was just cooking sabret hot dogs and saying, this is how I like my hot dog. There's lots of ways to do hot dogs. I'm not downplaying anyone else's way. This is my way. It got like 1.2 thousand um, views like in, in a day. Nice. It's like, why did that one? Like, cause it's about hot dogs. People like hot dogs so much. The algorithm gave it to everyone to watch my hot dog video. Yeah. And it, it's not the quality of the video cause it's a short. So, I mean, people just watch it. They don't care what it is. You know? Yeah. Well, I learned that if you do hashtag patriotism and hashtag nationalism you get a lot of views and it's terrifying and you get people being like oh the comments were amazing um i don't know if i should shout them out or i'll i will cut the comments out go follow our tiktok and then you can see the comments for yourself well i was gonna say the comments were just like funny because they're so fucking weird like one said that uh this dude has never touched a woman based on based on my like patriotism take i don't understand we got kids yeah well you didn't know that from the one minute video and then the other guy I, said, this guy's never left his bedroom. And I wanted to be like, that map of the United States, all the states <laughs> that I've ever been to, you little fuck. But don't, I actually, I don't respond. I did, I only respond if it's positive. Um, we did get a new TikTok follower. He's a vet um, and he liked our take on it. And so that was cool. But I don't know the word. I don't know how good this is doing for us, but. I'm making the the clips, and I may as it takes an extra thirty seconds to to spread it onto a couple other networks. So, so anyway, so anyway, um, and it, as much as like we should stay, we should have started with the topic, like I said. But I, I think that shooting the shit See, episodes are fun. I'll give you thirty minutes sometime. Yeah, I've been running over. Um, you know, so Sunday I picked them up and spent the evening there, and um. And then, uh, my, and my wife made a speaking of Indian food. She made a complete Indian meal for us. I grilled uh, lamb steaks and, and cut them up, and she made them into a curry. So it was grilled lamb flavor, but then in a curry sauce. And then she did bangal barta, which is a egg, Indian uh, eggplant, and she did alu gobi, which is potatoes and uh, cauliflower. Nice. And of course, um, uh, rice with veggies in it. Not quite biryani, but just you know, side rice. And uh, so we had a lovely little Indian meal. Um, to welcome my brother to this coast. Nice. This is the little brother or the big brother? Um, well, they're both little compared to me, but uh, my older brother, yeah. the one who's your mom's age. He's not, he's not quite my mom's age. We need to, we need to, just in order for me to not feel like a complete weirdo when we talk about it, I, I need to feel like my mom's older than your brother. Like, Yeah. Good, probably 18 months or so. He was at July 63. Oh, she's April 61. That's a full two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mom, Remember that? my mom's got, uh, my mom was big and has been big in her church. 
And so she's always had friends that are in their 70s since she was like in her 40s. And now she's 60. She's just turned 62. And I'm like, mom, you're starting to get to be the same age as your friends. And she was like, yeah, they're all dying. (laughs) So, yeah, my my uh, my my parents have gone through a bad streak recently of a number of friend deaths in the last while my dad's going through chemo, like friends are dropping like flies. Yeah. Ugh. But they also had a lot of friends who are older than them. I mean, they're in their 80s and they had friends who were older. So a lot of friends who were in their 90s who are not surprising that they're passing away. Yeah. So I think I told you this. I, I wrote a message to Puzzle in a Thunderstorm. And I said, oh, you know, I, I know that you guys, I said, I know that our podcast definitely doesn't have enough, you know, listens or downloads to, to justify us being on your show or maybe on your show. But I do, I just wanted to like throw it out there just in case. Uh, but if, if you, when you guys do Sound of, of Freedom, I would love to be on that episode because I, you know, I explained that my, I have some family members who've been watching it, even some like left leaning family members who are like, yeah, this is this is a true story and they believe all the shit in it. And I was like, Oh, I want to do it. Um, only two minutes later realize that that's what they're doing for their live show. And they uh, have a guest actually at the live show. Do they? Yeah. yeah. So that kind of sucks, but I was like, and then it won't, when Instagram will let you send one message. And then after that, until they accept it, won't let you send another one. And I want to be like, sorry, I just realized you're already recording, but I can't write another message. So, that must be new. It is. It's a new, somewhat new feature. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's like I'm, I've developed a social media friendship with um, Jerry Eisner, a best-selling cookbook author from Pressure Luck Cooking, who does Instagram. Uh, uh, he does a uh, Instant Pot videos on YouTube and such. Yeah. And I sent him an Instagram link to my my first CK video when I first did it, and saying, "Hey, you know, I know, you know, you may not even see this with your million followers, but." You inspired me to do this little fun video, blah, 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 blah. And then never got a response. And actually, they, they could have had this in place because what happened was a year later, I made a comment on one of his Instagram posts and somebody else made a homophobic reply to my comment. And I'm fairly witty when I want to be. So I sliced the knees out from under him in a smooth way that was not aggressive, but was funny and kind of diffused the situation. And then Jeff chimed in afterwards saying, thank you for that. And then sent me a private message to say, uh, thanks for you know not making it escalate on my page and such and at that time saw the the link i had sent him a year before and watched it and then we started talking about it. we spent that night like two hours that night talking on instagram after he watched my video and now it's been you know a uh, pandemic later we were ho- hoping to see each other like in 2020 when he went on a book tour oh, and then yeah. the pandemic hit and it was canceled um so we've been like now we've been friends back and forth like we're friends on facebook just personally and comment back and forth to private messages all the time Still planning on eventually having a, a meal together. Nice. Um, speaking of CK's kitchen, I'm curious how many how many followers you've got on uh, subscribers do you have on that? I don't know. I would have to look it up. I don't even pay attention. Yeah, the... our our YouTube is at like eleven, which I haven't really been pushing YouTube that much. I just figured it's a good spot to have it in case people find it or whatever. Yeah, I was out to a business lunch the other day, and the guy subs- that I was with, I told him about it, and he subscribed to it, like, right there. Oh, that's cool. Um, I'm trying to think, because somebody followed us on 
Was it the same guy that you sent me the name of that was on TikTok? No. No, different guy. Okay. Uh, I only have 71 subscribers on CK. Gotcha, gotcha. That's why I did run into somebody. I was at a funeral last week because friends are dropping like what. And um, somebody told me at the funeral that every time they're on YouTube, CK videos get served up to them as uh, recommended videos. Nice. You should be watching them. Yeah. Watch them all. Gotta watch them all. Mother and I are going to make one together. I made a video of um, a variation of French onion soup in the Instant Pot for my dad. Um, making him soft foods that he can swallow. And the audio got messed up. I used a lapel mic, but for some reason my phone didn't turn off the phone's microphone. So everything was double mic. So it was huge echoes in the entire thing. Yeah. And so then my dad said to me when I told him that, well, why don't you just redub everything? I'm like, yeah. I'm going to redub a half hour video. You're insane. <laughs> and then it hit me. Hey, you know, it'd be really funny if <clears throat> I just let the first 10 seconds, five, five seconds play and then cut in with a voiceover. Like, Hey, what the hell happened to my video? Why does it sound like that? Yeah. And have Madhavi with me as um, Peg, her character on the channel and be like, we should fix it. Do something. Dub it over. I, I can't dub it over. And then have us just describe what's happening and produce an audio track commentary over the entire video instead of redubbing what I actually said. Yeah. Nice. I'm on your channel right now. You have 71 subscribers. What? I said that. Yeah. It's good. 71 now, but when everyone hears this, there'll be a huge, like, yeah, well, you'll have at least, plus, 72. at least 73. I think you're overestimating the our, our ability to move people at this point. Although, this episode will be there forever, so, like, there's a chance that Okay. If you're five... listening to the back catalog, it might be 73. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My dream is that one day I actually do get to go to New York to hang out with Jeff from Pressure Luck, who has a million or two million followers, whatever, and be a guest on, on one of his videos in CK character and then watch like 100,000 people sign up the next day for my yeah. once every three months videos. <laughs> oh, one thing we should do today after we're done recording this episode is we should do a Farnsworth quote and then we can submit that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think that that would actually, I think that that would be a big way to get some, some downloads. Um, but yeah. So there was a lot of thunder just now. Yeah. It's, I haven't, but it's sunny where I'm at. Yeah, and I think it stopped raining. I was taking stuff out to the car, but it's still thunder every once in a while. Yeah. So for the listeners, we live like maybe two miles from each other. Like we do not live far. And like. But, halfway to my my parents' house. Yeah. But North Carolina, you, like I've actually, I've been driving down High House a couple times where I'm in rain and I can see that it's not raining ahead or vice versa. And it's very bizarre. It does, yeah, I told you about the Truman Show feeling. It does not help the yeah. Truman Show feeling. The, it, the, my take on it was there's a in the movie Tombstone. There's a scene where um, it's pouring rain, and Wyatt drops to his knees with blood on his hands in front of his um, girlfriend or mistress, eventually to be wife. Yeah, and he's like crying in the rain, and behind them there's no rain. Like the rain machine is just over them, and like right, like across the street. It's not, and I'm like. What are they in North Carolina? That looks like North Carolina. It's raining on one block and dry on the next one. Yep. So, so have this. Today was like a fine. Last night was like the best news of the year. 
Trump indicted in Georgia. Oh, was he? I didn't hear that. Oh, oh yeah. Him and 18 other people. Him, Giuliani, Eastman, Jeffrey Clark, um, uh, who else? Uh, Jenna Ellis, um, Mark Meadows, North Carolina. Uh, No, he moved to South Carolina. Uh, And then like a bunch of local people. Yeah, on RICO charges and then like 40 other charges. I don't know. I don't know how many were him. There's like 40 something charges altogether, but not everyone was charged with everything. So I don't know which ones Trump was charged with specifically, but they were all charged at RICO, which is a minimum five year sentence. It's going to be very weird to have our president uh, Where he belongs. being elected while also being indicted because I, I, I have, I, I'm a doomer. So I have like a, I remember, I remember Tom, Tom from um, Cogdis before the ele- before the 2016 election being like, I will never say those words because when, when Cecil would say President Trump, and he's like, I will never say those words. And like it being a big joke because you just, how could it possibly happen? And I just don't, I do not have, I don't have faith that it will not happen again. I will say, who was I talking? Oh, I was talking to Paul. You remember Paul? I remember Paul. And I was talking to him a couple weeks ago. Eh, no, it was maybe a week ago. And he was saying, um, what did he say? He said, we started talking about Florida. And he, he was telling me that he was saying Florida should just uh, should just fall off into the sea. Uh, and, you know, and th- that would save America. And I said, it would save America. And it would double piss off Republicans. Because not only would, um, not only would, they lose, I mean, if they lost Florida, they lose the country, basically. Like, Florida, Texas, those kind of, those states, either one of those states are keeping them in, in you know? And I said, so but then the other reason one. it would piss off uh, is because Florida's America's penis, and if it gets, if it falls off, look, America's trans. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, and he was like, yes, you're absolutely right. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, this Georgia news is interesting, um, but I just... I don't know. I will. I'm. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I hope. What's, that... what's interesting is, um, I mean, a lot is interesting. One of the things interesting about Georgia is that apparently, in Georgia, being released without bail, one of the things that really makes it hard to be released without bail is witness intimidation. Like they take that very seriously in Georgia law, and that's one of the things he's already he's accused of it as one of the charges. Oh wow! <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I'll, t- and I'll go, I don't do a hot take. There was a tweet he did like three days ago saying that one of the main witnesses shouldn't be allowed to be a witness, shouldn't t- shouldn't testify, I think is what he said, um, because he's been anti-Trump since the beginning. Like he was against me on the election night and he wouldn't, you know, he's been you know, part of this witch hunt. And people have been calling that uh, witness intimidation. And I don't think it was. I think he, I don't think he was directing it at the guy saying, I'm threatening you, don't testify. I think he was saying it to his base, saying this yeah. guy is so biased against me, it's not fair if he testifies. Witnesses shouldn't think the person's guilty. Yeah. Every uh, smoke alarm in the house was going off as one, because they're all connected, and none of them said bat- low battery. I don't know. Then there was a slight red light, I think, blinking on the one in in, uh, in a storeroom, uh, like Joseph's old, old bedroom before he moved into the bigger one. So I pulled that out of the ceiling and took the battery out, and they stopped. So something just beeped. One beep. So it's ironically, ironically, I asked Malavi to pick up nine volt batteries at Costco the other day and they were out of nine volts. Like I would, 
like I was thinking, it's about time I swap all the batteries, and we don't have nine volt batteries to swap all the batteries. Yeah, so we may have to run out and buy batteries. That's okay. So, um, we'll, there you go. We just wrap it up. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, I know. Like, there's still a beep. Like, like there's one low on battery. I need to replace all the batteries. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug? Other than um, yeah, bro. I don't know if you guys heard that I got a review food review channel called Brooklyn Brothers Food Review. Uh, feel free to check that out on the YouTube's. Yeah. Um, I got nothing personally other than this this podcast. I would say if you are listening to it on your normal podcast uh, spot, you could uh, go check it out on YouTube if you wanted to see the podcast. Or see how sexy Mike is without a beard. If for some reason you randomly chose this episode as your first, I would love it if you would subscribe so that you, you can get all of our episodes. Um, and that chirp noise will only be in this episode, I promise. Unless um, my house burns down. <laughs> no, then it won't be there either. <laughs> um, That's the chirp that makes you want to just take all the fire smoke alarms out of your house and say the odds of me going crazy and killing my family in their sleep because of a beep at three in the morning is higher than the odds of the house burning down. It's better not to have smoke alarms. That's that's the official stance of this podcast. It is better not to have smoke alarms than to have the beeping drive you incessantly crazy like your um, you know, an, uh, Edgar Allan Poe story. Yeah, uh, that is the official uh, endorsed point of view of one of our co-hosts. Um, I can cut your beeping out on when you're not talking, at least. Um, so, yeah. Like us, subscribe us, subscribe to this, uh, give us a review if you want. And if you happen to want to to get some uh, some more content from us uh, for $3 a month, you can be a patron. Um, right now that gets you early access to our episodes, usually on Mondays, sometimes on Tuesdays. Uh, it'll be more consistently on Monday when we have more, um, when we have more patrons. Uh, but it we you'll get early access, but there's also quite a bit of content that Matthew and I make that just doesn't make it onto normal stuff because uh, it's too it's too risque. So anyway, so. Uh, the the clip that I just cut out, no one will ever hear, um, never. But there are lots of clips that you could hear if you wanted to pay three dollars a month. Uh, and we do we we have a lot of extra content. One of our episodes, if you go back, was it two weeks now? Uh, to our purity episode, there's about 15 minutes of extra stuff on that um that version of the episode because it's about purity, and we weren't gonna like talk about certain things on you know Apple Podcasts and YouTube because of obvious reasons. So if you wanted to listen to that, you could go spend three dollars. A month, or as I've been telling telling anybody that asks, uh, you could spend three dollars. Forget that you're spending three dollars, and just be subscribed for in perpetuity. So, um, but we we will have extra um, content. I, I think that there's a chance that we if we will have um, some other things pop up as far as if we get enough subscribers, we could offer patron only episodes we would have uncensored versions of the video feed um so there's lots of stuff uh maybe we'll even do a live show uh, uh like a live uh not a live show like a what do you call it uh stream live stream if if we get some some patrons so 
yeah, you you log in and let us know what you think we would you think our goals should be and and what you would like to see from us. But you can tell us what you want to see from us, regardless. But obviously, pa- patrons will also uh, have some get some perks. So, Matthew, with that, with that, thanks for um, taking a break from the big stuff and talking about the small stuff with us this week. Yeah. The preceding podcast has been a Chocolate Diamond Media LLC production. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.